If you would open in your Bibles to John chapter 15, verse 12. I'll be reading from John's Gospel this morning, John 15, 12. This is often referred to as the great sermon in John's Gospel. In Matthew, the sermon, the big sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, comes at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. In John's Gospel, the, uh, what's sometimes referred to as the sermon about the, uh, from the Son of God, the Son sermon, comes at the end, right before Jesus prays his final high priestly prayer in, in John ch- chapter 17. There's this amazing long discourse. These are Jesus' last words to his disciples before the crucifixion. So right from the middle of that, John 15, 12. Listen for the word of God. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing, but I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, I chose you, and I appointed you to go and bear fruit fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask Him in my name. I'm giving you these commands so that you may love one another. Friends, this is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Oh God, we come to you once again hungry for what you would say to us today. We need your guidance. We need your encouragement. We need, Lord, a word from you. We pray today in the name of Jesus, the word made flesh, that you would carry your word to the farthest corners of our hearts that we, Lord, would remember what we have heard this day and be able to live by it. Amen. So we're growing an emphasis on our life together. We're calling ACT groups. Perhaps you've heard us talking about these. The word ACT is uh, an acronym, and it's, it represents three different parts of three different aspects. It really, the acronym is a sentence, answering the call together. And this passage from John 15 articulates the vision of what act groups really are all about. So maybe you've heard the term missional communities and that our act groups are missional communities. Where, well, there are, there are often three elements to the vision of what missional communities are all about. And the way we're expressing them is first, prayer. 
prayer is always first. Prayer as answering speech. Because God has spoken first. Any words we say to God are answers. Because he's the prime speaker. John 1.1, in the beginning was the word. Yes, and the word was with God and the word was God. God is the first speaker, and so when we pray, we are answering God. And so we are committed to prayer, answering God because God has spoken first. Second, C, calling, to engage with what God is doing in the world, asking as often as possible, something that you've heard me say many times if you've hung, you know, hung out here for very long, the question, Jesus, what are you doing here and how can I be a part of it? Asking that question as often as possible. We remember that the last words of Jesus from Matthew's gospel are a commission to go and to make disciples. So we are committed to mission, answering that call. And then third, life together, community, together. We believe that God's will for us is to, is to stick together. Jesus' prayer for his disciples in, in the next chapter, um, chapter 17 actually, is all about this. And the passage we've heard this morning, in, in John 15, 12, this is my commandment that you love, what? One another. So we're committed to community together, answering the call together. And we're organizing these, these groups around these three elements, prayer, mission, and family, community. So as part of his last discourse before Jesus died, his words to his disciples were really all about this. There's a phrase in this passage in verse 16 that catches my imagination. In the message translation, it says it this way, I chose you and put you in the world to bear fruit. Fruit that won't spoil. There's a purpose to our being here on this earth. And it's this. We are to flourish. To not just exist, not just hang out. <laughs> but we're here to flourish and to bear fruit. God's design for each of us is to bear fruit, to make a difference in the world. And this is when we begin to really live, to truly live. So this is one of the really exciting parts of these groups that we're organizing. From the word go, they will be organized around making a difference somehow. In your neighborhood, in, in, your, in the schools, in, across the globe, in Senegal, as we've heard about this morning, or, or perhaps across town. But being fruitful being engaged in what God is doing in a way that bears fruit, that allows us to flourish. So the group that, that Chris and I are a part of right now, the ACT group that, that meets on most Thursday nights, is um, working on all aspects of building this clinic in Senegal. Our meetings 
like the, the one we had this last Thursday, are so exciting and, and, and fun. There, there is absolutely nothing like working on a project where the outcome will be that lives will be saved. And that love will be expressed to the point that people will come to know Jesus. They're going to, be, they're going to ask the question, why are you helping me this way? And it's so great to be able to have an answer that we serve Jesus. Jesus healed people. He loved people. He touched the leper. He, he reached out to children. He brought wholeness wherever he went. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. And we're praying that that's what happens in this, in this health clinic. It's going to have a full-time evangelist so that when somebody comes to receive medical help, they're going to have a person who's there ready to talk to them about the one who loves them enough to provide such an amazing medical resource in their neighborhood. So our ACT group is actually taking a huge step of faith to build a clinic. It, we meet together, we, we strategize the best ways to take these steps, and we pray about it. We build community along the way. We have a meal together. We share our, our, our prayer requests with each other and pray for each other. But, the, but at the end of the day, we know we're making a difference in the world. And it, that is an extraordinary way to live. And this is what being fruitful, this is what flourishing can look like. It can happen in, in a whole variety of ways as we bless our local community, as we work with, with immigrants and their families, as we reach out to the homeless or students in the schools, as we reach out to seniors, or families, children, youth. Our vision is that we will have groups meeting all through this community that will have a specific missional objective. As part of their DNA as they meet together, they will have something that they're doing. Answering that, that question, Jesus, what are you doing here and how can I be a part of it? And the possibilities are just endless. So this, this is fruit that will last. It never spoils. May it be so. Jesus made a promise in this passage that's truly remarkable. If we're living this way, he basically promised that we will never lack what we need to accomplish God's will. He said it this way, whatever you ask the Father, whatever you ask the Father in relation to me, he gives you. He's inviting us to pray. More than that, he's saying that you will learn what answered prayer is all about. So one more thing from this passage I want to mention this morning before Dan comes. Notice how Jesus says, I have called you friends. And it's not just that Jesus is inviting his disciples to become some kind of spiritual club or elite here. No, Jesus has, has just taught them how to be servants by washing their feet. And then basically said, you guys... Do this for each other, too. Wash each other's feet. No, the friends deal here is said this way. I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything I have heard from my father. 
In other words, they're friends because unlike servants, friends know what the family is doing. Jesus is here modeling the opposite of elitism. He's saying friendship means offering love and acceptance to those who are different from you. This, folks, is one of our hopes for ACT groups. That we would learn what what it means to be building community, not only around common interests and similarities, but also in spite of differences that our groups will will come together and build community across the boundaries that sometimes separate us, boundaries of age or boundaries of economic standing or ethnicity. In these groups, new friends will discover the joy of being included, becoming insiders, being in on what the family is doing. So Jesus said to his disciples, I have called you friends. And he is here teaching us to do the same, to open the doors of our hearts to new folks, to welcome them in. And this, friends, is how we grow, by being open to and being involved in this. I'm going to ask Dan to come and share some more about what we're doing this morning.